Hello and welcome to, oh my god, which one are we up to now? Is it number three that we're doing? It's number three, yeah, number three that we're doing, yeah. It's really weird, isn't it? It feels like ages since the last time we did one, but I think it was last Sunday, wasn't it? I think I think this week's gone really slow, but yeah, it is. It, it's no, it's been it's been a week. Bang yeah, man, week I did one, so thought it was just but, me confusing. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to uh, episode three of the movie Garage with uh, me. I'm Jay and uh, Gary. How's it going, dude? Yeah, I'm not too bad. You're not too bad. Yeah, suffering getting on with a it. Hangover, but not too bad. <laughs> you know it's a good hangover if you're still suffering at this time mate i mean it's what half eight the night after that's that's a bell to that you've had a good one there <laughs> oh yeah definitely well yeah it was it's a heavy one so yeah what about yourself are you yeah not too bad uh bit of a weird one today so like fran's gone back to work so i'm making up my own timetable which is always good fun um but then this morning we got a knock on the door um from one of the neighbours saying that a dog had escaped and it was a husky so they were worried that it was one of ours. Uh, thankfully it wasn't, all of ours were locked away but um, they, uh, yeah so I ended up spending 45 minutes chasing this fucking husky round the road and it was terrified and then after like 45 minutes it just decided it had enough and just fucked off at full speed so we didn't end up catching it. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea where the husky's at now. Well, yeah, thankfully, um, we've got, like, we were talking yesterday, weren't we, about, like, uh, Facebook groups for the local area and shit like that. We've got one for the local estate as well. So they were posting on this estate while we were trying to catch this dog. One of our neighbours ended up getting it about an hour, an hour and a half after we were trying to catch the bastard thing. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's back at home now. Um, about six miles away it came from. Seriously? Yeah, honestly. So it had just been legging it. God knows how long it had been missing. But uh, yeah, about six miles away it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been absolutely bonkers. But yeah, besides that, uh, not much really. Trying to get back into a bit of exercise after not doing any for a while. That's always a bummer, isn't it? I keep planning to do exercise and failing miserably yeah. at doing exercise. I can't even be bothered. I do, you know what? I, I do want to get back into it, but it's yeah. hard work though, isn't it? And you just go... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. When yeah, the TV's there and stuff and you've got a computer on your knee, you're just like, no, <laughs> I'll just watch a film, I'll do something else instead. <laughs> we should, it'd be interesting, like, uh, among all of our mates, if we ran a bit of a book to see who came out of, uh, who came out of lockdown as what. So, like, if some of them came out really, really fat after we all go get together again, or some of them are, like, <laughs> proper ripped because they've been doing, like, a prison routine or some shit like that, I think that would be good fun. <laughs> yeah, but it, like, yeah, it would have been good fun because I, I probably might have given something a bit more of a go then, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> try and challenge it a bit. I was quite lucky, actually, because like, the other podcast that I, that I do, that hasn't, we haven't really done one for a long time, but they, he put a challenge forward uh, for us, about six of us, who, will, who can lose the most percentage of body fat. But then it's kind right. of drifted away after that. So I was like, right, wicked, we'll get on it, we'll get a bit of a regime going and all that kind of shit. But... Uh, yeah, after that, it just kind of all fell apart. So now I'm just trying to get back into it, get back on the bike. I was doing a bit of weights this afternoon, so I can't really feel my arms. <laughs> well, well, if it helps, I've just had a chippy, so... I just had a massive curry as well, man, before we get <laughs> <on>, so... <laughs> it's, it's really, really funny, right? Because this now, with like, I don't know about you, but I'm not going out anywhere else or seeing anybody else. So this is the only time that I get dressed up. It's the only time I have a shave. It's the only time I'll do my hair. It's the only time I'll actually put on like a, a half nice shirt and stuff. 
no, no, I, I, I've literally just rocked up to this one today. <laughs> I, I literally last minute just got get everything out ready and set up ready to go and I'm, I'm, I did not prepare myself for this one today <laughs> nice work yeah so you you are now officially my date night I, I even <laughs> I got to the point today I was changing my shirt just before I came down to get in the garage and I was like oh got halfway through I was like oh shit better put deodorant on like yeah better put deodorant on to go and sit in a fucking garage and Skype with a mate who's like 20 miles away <laughs> gone insane I've been putting deodorant every day, and I'm like, what for? What are you doing? <laughs> Why even bother? <laughs> I'll put them on in a bit of deodorant, you know. Yeah, make myself look all pretty. God, she knows how bad I smell, so if she can't deal with it by now, what can I? <laughs> right, so, should we crack on with a bit of movie news from the past couple of weeks? Yeah, go on, crack on. Excellent stuff. Well, um, we've well, we've been talking a bit off and on, haven't we, about like how little news there has actually been. It's tends, it's coming in like fits and starts. People are making announcements for the future, and right now the big thing that everybody's talking about is them getting back into actual production. Um, so there's been quite a few of those announced recently, hasn't there? There's been Avatar. Um, they're making their next two sequels uh, back to back. So Avatar two and three is being made at the minute. And I think they're going back to production in June. And um, yeah. then, uh, what else? Matrix as well. So the next Matrix film. So Matrix number four. There's, there, there was a lot of shit around this. I seem to remember him saying that they were going to make a prequel, which was kind of like the, um, which probably would have been about like the robot war and all that kind of daft stuff, which, which is basically iRobot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. But, They've been going on about Matrix for quite some time now. Like, mm. I actually didn't think it was actually going to ever happen. I didn't think they were ever going to plan to do a fourth. Yeah. It's quite hard to see where they're going to go with it as well, but Matrix yeah. 4 is going to have, like, the original casting. Everybody who survived is going to pop up in it. There's loads of people who've already signed on. So where they're going to go with the story, I have no idea, which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, another one that is going back into production around, well actually, you know what, I don't actually think it started, I think it's due to start soon, and they've just been talking to the director about it, is the next Mission Impossible movie. Now they've just announced that it's been split into two films, which will make it Mission Impossible number seven and number eight. <laughs> right. And that's, uh, well, so I... like, Tom Cruise and uh, most of the cast is coming back for it again. Um, yeah, they're quite hit and miss, some of them. I think, like, after number two, I think they started getting good. What do you reckon? Are you a fan of the Mission Impossible films at all? Do you know what? I watched, like, the first two or three, and I, they tried, is it a bit like, are they trying to turn a bit of a James Bond, like... Yeah, yeah, keep, kind of. So the, the lead character... Um, yeah, yeah, the lead character is um, Ethan Hunt. Uh, it's obviously right. Tom Cruise, and he's, he works for MI, which is uh, the, yeah. um, what is it, MIF? Uh, no, IMF. So it's called the IMF, which is Impossible Missions Force. <laughs> yeah. So that's the company he works for, um, and basically they do the hardest things in the world and save the world in every film. Uh, the last movie was amazing. Well, the last movie got good ratings, but it's something I've never really... Like Mission Impossible is just I don't know, it's just something I never really got into. Never mm. I I always kinda gone, Oh, I'll watch that one. 
I never got around to watching it. It was always something that kind of came up. <laughs> so it is something that, that it's definitely something that we can definitely do and look into in, in, in doing is watch. That'd be quite good. I think yeah. it'd have to be like an entire show based around the whole series. Because like yeah, I said, so definitely. like so like with with number one, they kind of went in really really hard with it and did like a really complicated script, and you never knew who was on whose side, and um, people were dying left, right, and centre, and the plot was like really convoluted and went all over the place. So with number two, they really really simplified it, but I think they oversimplified it a little bit, and then it really started to find its feet over there. And like I say, right. been up to number six now, so they've got seven and eight coming, and I think it's just going to run and run. Again, it's another one that's. Um, it's going to be hard to see where they go with the story because the last one kind of um, pulled all the movies together. You know, like they did in Endgame, where Endgame pulled all of the Marvel films together. Oh, yeah. Well, that is um, kind of what they did with the last movie in Mission Impossible. They, they, they did something that tied all the films together and kind of really gave it a real nice ending. So whether they're going to start up again with something different or just carry on working the characters in in different ways, I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, but I, I'm managing to just carry on working the characters because there's there's always something. There's always a storyline. There's always ability to jump off. There's always yeah. an explosion. It, there's always you know, <laughs> even though they're doing the exact same things in the films. Yeah, they seem to keep pulling it off, and they seem to get the audience in. So yeah, they, they just keep rolling them out. Exactly, man. And like you were saying uh, last week about um, Tom Cruise wanting to do absolutely everything, he will, he will literally do anything that they can make up for him, won't he? So, yeah. it's, <laughs> so it's not a question of getting the uh, stunts in, it's a question of getting him to fucking stop, I think, at some point. And this, this role for him is right down his street. This, the, the stunt madness is, 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 yeah. is all what he's about. So yeah, I can't see it stopping at any time soon. Yeah, same here, yeah. Like I say, I'll be interested. I'm quite a fan of the movie franchise, so it'll be good. Um, another film that's finally got its re release date, um, and I believe that... I'm sorry, I'm just scrolling through our Facebook page here. If you don't follow us on Facebook, that's where we kind of share everything <laughs> and uh, yeah, and chat about the podcast and stuff like that. So, yeah, get on it. Um, New Mutants. Right, so this is an X-Men movie. Right. I don't know how much it's going to tie into the old X-Men films. It's actually really, really interesting because it was made. It didn't get released. They released an advert for it and a couple of other things and did some press for it. Um, but then it got delayed because uh, Disney bought Fox and they bought like the rights to the X-Men and stuff like that. Now, obviously, this new Mutants film will have been set in the Fox X-Men universe which is like all the original ones and then with Wolverine and all that kind of thing. Um, so they didn't really know what to do with it. Rumours are that they've reshot a load of scenes to make it tie in with the Disney Marvel Universe, which is obviously like Captain America and Iron Man and everybody along those lines. But then coronavirus happened, so it got pushed back again. Now it's got an official, official release date. And provided nothing happens, that, that is going to be out on August 28th. So that should be a really, really good one to watch because we're everybody who knows things about like Marvel and the comics and all that kind of thing have been waiting for mutants to come in to like the, the Disney universe since it first started, but they've not had the rights to it, so they've not been able to do it. They tried a few things, but um, yeah, nothing's really, really panned out for them. So that should be a really, really good film. You a fan yeah. of the X-Men films when they were out? 
I, I like the X-Men mm. films. Um, it's the one thing that confuses me the most is is who's owned by who and who's meant to be yeah what films uh, uh, these characters are like to play in and mm. because they're all in the comic books and stuff like that yeah it, yeah. it, 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 it completely throws me i, I don't understand yeah. so i, I don't know was. who's owned by who mm. so basically but, these are all marvel characters that we're talking about now what happened was, like in the early 90s, Marvel were about to go bankrupt. So what they had to do was they had to try and make as much money as possible to keep their comic company afloat. So they started selling off uh, film rights to different companies. And at the time, um, Fox Movies bought, um, oh my God, what was it? Uh, it was the X-Men. And I want to say the Fantastic Four as well, but I'm not 100%. Um, Sony Movies bought Spider-Man. And then everybody else pretty much just stayed where they were and no one was making any films about them. And then Disney bought Marvel and started making all the movies out of the rest of the Marvel characters that they have. Now, you've seen Spider-Man in some of the Avengers movies. He is still owned by Sony, but Sony and Marvel have done a deal that he can be in a yeah. certain amount of movies. That's you right. might remember like last year, there was a big controversy about pulling... Um, Tom Holland out of the next Avengers films because the contract had lapsed and they hadn't, uh, they hadn't done anything to continue that. So it looked like there was going to be no other tie-ins between the, the Disney Marvel universe and the Sony Spider-Man universe. Now, thankfully they've sorted that out. More recently, Disney who are buying every motherfucker in the known universe and are, are without doubt the biggest film TV studio on the planet now have just bought 20th Century Fox. So they now own pretty much everything. Everything's reverted back to them. So they now have the rights to make Fantastic Four movies, the rights to make X-Men movies, which they're talking about recasting, and then they're going to incorporate all them into the Marvel films. And then obviously they've got this deal still going on with Spider-Man. So basically everybody's kind of come home. Um, but now Disney are also own like the Alien and Predator franchises as well, which is really, really weird. You see a it Disney seems... badge before an Alien movie, it'd be fucked up. Well, it does seem weird because it kind of feels like Disney kind of toned down the violence because they've got a reputation. If... Definitely. You can guarantee... Disney's... 100%. There is some motherfucker in a boardroom somewhere going, oh, why couldn't we have a PG-13 Predator movie? He doesn't have to tear anybody's head off, does he? It's like, well, ugh. So, we'll see. Mm -hmm. What I think they've done is they have kept the 20th Century Fox imprint, but they've right. taken the Fox out of it. I think it's just called 20th Century Studios now. So hopefully anything that's uh, 18 rated and all that kind of stuff um, will be coming out as theirs. The interesting one's going to be Deadpool because Deadpool is obviously like part of the X-Men universe and he was owned by Fox, but now Disney owned Deadpool and they're kind of in the middle of this amazing run of Deadpool movies. And the, the word has it at the minute that it was going ahead from Ryan Reynolds and everybody like that. They were saying Disney will go ahead and it's still going to be an R-rated one. Um, so it's still going to be swearing in it and chopping people up, which makes sense because it's like they do like a PG 13 version or whatever they call it in america they do that now kids are going to go on and go back and watch the other films and the other films have got really really gruesome shit in it haven't they so yeah it, it could it could kill it like you said it's yeah. done a good role like, yeah definitely they've perfected a character and, mm. and a movie 
just keep that keep rolling them out otherwise you can kill it you could absolutely kill Deadpool which is it must be one of the highest grossing characters we've got at the minute it's yeah, mate, without a doubt. Um, and like, like I said, they need to keep it R-rated. They need to keep letting Ryan Reynolds play the part as well, which is quite interesting because it's like the whole shtick about Deadpool is that he knows he's in a film. So yeah. there could be like loads of jokes in it, like going backwards and forwards between him being like, oh, who owns the rights now and all that kind of shit. So it could yeah. make it really, really interesting. Um, and we're just going to have to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah, definitely. It's Because it's such a unique, I think it's proper unique, Deadpool. Mm. And it yeah, works the way that it works, the way that, like you said, the way that he's portraying that he knows that he's in a film. Yeah. And this character, it works. And I, I, it could really, it could ruin that. But yeah, like you said, it'd be interesting to see where they go with it. Yeah. Like I was saying, man, you can guarantee there are some fucked up conversations in Disney boardrooms happening right now. Hopefully there's just like one shining light. He's just saying, no, we can't do that. We need we need to keep it as true to the source material as possible. But but who knows? Again, we're just going to have to suck it and see. Again, so now the uh, final piece of news that I want to get onto is, and that's going to tie us quite nicely into what you talk about, actually, because it is a TV show for a change. <laughs> yeah. I know it's got the movie garage, but we did say we were going to cover everything, didn't we? Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, I wanted to bring in a bit of TV show um, conversation. So um, everyone has kind of been jumping on uh, like TV shows, Netflix and that kind of thing while we're all being in lockdown. Everyone's got that little bit of spare time. So uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the show that I've been watching, and that's Ozark. Ah, right. So, um, like... It's it's hugely highly rated, and I'd actually been I seen the trailer and I wasn't completely blown away by it. But everyone, Gary Watcher was like, Watcher was like, it's absolutely brilliant. And you know what? It's like some things start off slowly, but this <laughs> this this starts fast. Mm. It doesn't mess about from the start, and that's what 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 I love about it. I'm not going to like. We, we do give kind of spoilers away on this show, but I don't want to kind of do that with TV shows because people get really narky about. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they're not TV. caught up. I think with Ozark, I think I've watched about uh, three or four episodes, something along those lines of the first series, and then something else came out. So I jumped ship and ended up yeah. watching something else. No, I just kind of, it, it, it's one of them shows that has great pace to it because mm. it starts off fast. And then it kind of like you kind of get to know the characters a bit more, and kind of where the the, the, the storyline is kind of going, and that's that's what I what I'm enjoying about it so far. I've started um, season two. That's where I'm up to. Oh, I've watched the first episode of season two, and I'm just loving the pace of it. You know, because some of it's um, quite hard to catch because it's all money laundering. Ah, uh, yeah. And I don't understand some of the crap that they're saying. <laughs> Because of the pace of it, you kind of catch up and understand. All oh, right, that's that's what they're talking about, and, and it's a lot more, a lot more gore than what I thought. Really? Yeah. 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 Like a hell of a lot more, like like stuff that's like I think we can say that there's the melting bodies and stuff like that, and 
Because it, well, it's the, the dealing with the, the Mexican. Is it Mexican mafia? I'm not the, one the the money for. Like I said, I think I'm going to have to start it again because it does seem like a really, really good show and some of that I'd definitely be into. Is it Jason Bateman, the guy who plays the lead character in that? Yeah, and he's brilliant and it's absolutely brilliant. But there's a couple, like, like there's some scenes that you just absolutely grip you in it. And I think it's one of my favourite things that I've, I've gotten to watching, especially during lockdown. So it's definitely one I would definitely recommend to anyone that wants to watch it because it... it, it it just sucks you, sucks you in. It keeps you, keeps you on your edge because I think if you're on the edge and you're watching something, then you know they're doing something right. So it, 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 it is, it's pretty cool. And I think what weird is people that were really interested in watching people do bad things, but do it really yeah. smartly and coolly. Yeah, that's it. So like the other successful ones like that, like Breaking Bad and stuff. Yeah. Like you get, he's like he's doing one of the worst things ever, which is like dealing meth. But you really want him to win. <laughs> is it that kind of? Is that the kind of feeling that you get where you feel a bit dirty at wanting him to succeed? Well, this this has a similar feel to Breaking Bad in a way. Hmm. Whereas th- these guys are obviously nice people that try, but they're doing really bad stuff. Yeah. And you're like, you're cheering them on. Yeah, like, yeah, well done for you for doing really bad stuff, laundering money. For... <laughs> that's nice. Drug I do dealers. like things that make you question yourself. That's a good one. Yeah, but that's it. It's mad that we literally don't, we don't question it. We just go, yeah, this is brilliant. Keep up the good work. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a bizarre, but it takes you out of reality. Hmm. Sits you out of your own real world, and that's that's what I kind of like. I kind of like something that just takes your mind off kind of what's going on at the minute, and you just yeah, sucked man. into an hour Definitely. or two hours at the time of this show. Yeah, I do like a show as well, like you say, that's, uh, that's pacey enough to keep your attention because right now, like. 90% of the time, I have like major attention deficit because like now, if you see me looking down and stuff, it's because I've got my iPads here just to this side with all a lot of movie stuff on, but I've like got my phone as well. And then my watch will go off every now and again. So I'll be looking down at that. And I'm constantly doing that wherever I am or whatever I'm doing. And if something on TV is that good that I'll stop doing all that shit and I'll just actually sit and watch it, then that's something you can't really get rid of, innit? I don't think you could beat that. Yeah, no, definitely, exactly, and um, like we're going back to the pace of it is that um, that it it allows you it gets to know the character, every character in it, and not just you're not focusing on the main person. Yeah, and some of these people have got great parts to play in it, so it kind of because it starts so fast and then it slows down you enjoy the other characters and their stories and it all comes together. But let me tell you, it, it actually takes off again at the end of it and it's the pace that you want at the end of a season because you want to go into the second season going, I'm diving back into this again. And that's, yeah. what, that's what makes Ozark so good. So I think where you don't want to pause in between, you just want to carry on binging every single thing you can find of it, that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, I, I jumped into the... Um, first episode of the um, second season and the way they kind of followed it on and give you still give you your catch-up was brilliant and I'm not they did it really really well 
like a lot of, a lot of um, shows go previously and you're like just get on with the show where they they did it really cool they did it like they did it in a way that I've not kind of seen before yeah right oh that's excellent so, yeah yeah because I think no, it was probably really probably about a year because it's Netflix isn't it Ozarks yeah so I think there was probably like a year in between seasons, something along those lines. Tend to tend to bang them out pretty quick on uh, Netflix, don't they? But I still don't think they've got them oh. down that fast yet. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, definitely. No, like I don't know if you've been watching anything, but I'm I'm just enjoying the time to to yeah. get into stuff and and what actually watch stuff that um. You know, you you never seem to get the time to do, so it's been good. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like I was, like I was saying, my, my schedule's kind of changed quite a bit now. Fran's gone back to work, and it's just me on my own. But I'm like, like you say, I'm kind of getting probably about an hour or so to sit down and watch TV um, during the day because I'm fannying about in the garage and uh, mucking about playing on the computer and stuff like that. But I've, um, I've just started watching the Clone Wars cartoon again on uh, Disney+, Plus, which is absolutely brilliant. And it's well, another Star Wars thing, just to annoy you even more. <laughs> <laughs> you love your Star Wars, don't you? Oh, yeah, that, that Clone Wars TV series is a banger as well. It's absolutely oh. amazing. But they've just released the last season of it onto Disney Plus now, which has been like quite a while. I think it's season eight that they've just done. So instead of just diving in and watching the end of it, season eight, I started again and watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I might watch this Clone Wars one day. You need to watch, if you've got Disney Plus, you need to watch Mandalorian. Whether, I think whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you'd really, really love that show. It's really, might, really brilliantly done. But what I might do is watch everything else first. Mm. So I have nothing else to watch, and then <laughs> I might watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Big. <laughs> um, yeah, so speaking of Disney Plus, just to wrap up the uh, news segment that we've been doing, it was announced this week. I'm pretty sure it's only a week in between these things, but like I say, it feels like about a month since we've done it, but yeah, it was definitely this week. They are making uh, a book series that I'm a huge fan of into a Disney Plus TV show. Now, there's been a couple of movies made of it. Um, they weren't very strictly sticking to the books or anything along those lines, but I think this series will uh, because the author is a guy called Rick Ryden and he is actually writing a TV series as well, and that is uh, Percy Jackson. Have you uh, seen any of the films or read any of the books or anything along those lines? I actually haven't. No, mm. I actually haven't seen any of the films. No. Yeah. What, what, so what are they kind of based on? So there are, uh, how many is it? There's 10, 10 books in like the Percy Jackson run. He's written a lot more that kind of intertwine with it and all that kind of thing. And they made the first two books into films. The films were quite loosely based on the books, but everything was kind of there. What it is, it's so intelligently done. It's based on the Greek gods, right? And it's saying that the Greek gods have lived all the way through everything and they're still being worshipped today and more importantly they're still coming down to earth and they're still having kids so percy jackson is a demigod and he finds out like in the first one that his father is one of the greek gods um, and then he has to go on quests to try and save the world and people are after him and trying to attack him and things like that and he's got all the mythical beasts come into it um, and it's 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 really well done it's like a proper good magical action adventure story. The books are a bit young and it's like 
it's kind of written kind of weird because if you say read the Harry Potter books then the genius thing about the Harry Potter books is that they kind of grew up with the reader and every single book because obviously they were working their way through school and the kids in the stories get older they um the books the source material of the books actually gets older with them as well but with the Percy Jackson one it doesn't kind of stays along the same age so even though they're at like this summer camp called Camp Half-Blood where all of these demigods go and train nobody ever has sex or nobody's ever caught out doing anything and none of them get pregnant or anything like that which is kind of really really weird <laughs> but besides that they're awesome and the way they intertwine the story into modern day society and all of that kind of thing as well is just it's absolutely genius so i think if you get this tv series right it'll be absolutely amazing but that's i actually enjoy that kind of thing you know mm. like when you're saying about like myth, i can't myth like creatures <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I can't actually say that. But mm. when they're intertwining them with the real world and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. they're making storylines that can go that kind of way, it, I enjoy it because, it, like you said, they they're fascinating. Mm. They keep you they keep you watching. Oh, it's kind of, this is new and it's weird. It's different. And yeah, I, exactly. I, and like I the, enjoy that. The amount of research you must have done to go into these books as well is just like breathtaking because they're all like real life. I know they're all like myths and legends about monsters and stuff like that, but they're all the actual ancient Greek myths and legends um, that he's he's just redone and said that like they keep regenerating and they keep coming back for different eras and different heroes have to fight them in order to save the world and. and and everything kind of comes round again, and it's it's really really genius the way he's done it and works everything in. So I, I'm really looking forward to this TV show. He's writing it at the minute. Got no idea when it's going to be released or anything along those lines, but uh, it's definitely going to be one to watch out for. I think. I, that's that's right up my street. I'm I, I, just off you just because I I've never heard of it before. So yeah, just off what you were saying, then I I'll really get into that. I'll really look up read a bit more about it and stuff because it sounds it sounds really interesting and I, I enjoy like we kind of saying before is I just enjoy something that can take you away from reality mm. and if you I don't if you haven't got that much imagination then you ain't gonna enjoy enjoy films as much as we do yeah exactly you know what I mean like because most stuff that we kind of watch has got some kind of alien formed or <laughs> uh, mutant type of superhero. Yeah. There's like stuff. a proper big departure from reality. It isn't just like, it yeah. couldn't be a documentary, could it? <laughs> no, no, I, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy normal, real human film kind of stuff, but the stuff that takes you away from reality, I enjoy much, much more. It's just, you just forget about everything that's kind of going on and you just get sucked right into it. It's brilliant. And, and I'm, I'll, I'll really look forward to watching that, actually, and seeing, seeing a bit more about what it's all about. Should have a look at the films as well, man. I mean, it, there's only two of them and it kind of leads on as if there's going to be extra ones which never ended up getting made. And now, obviously, they're yeah. not going to end up getting made because they're going to be doing the TV series. But you should definitely have a look at the movies because the two movies, as they are, they're really, really well done. The actors in them are amazing and it's, it's right. the nice little films. They're, they're really good. Even though they're not like 100% of what the books are or anything along those lines. They're, uh, yeah, they're really, really cool. 
if there's like anything like that, then it'll be a brilliant film, uh, brilliant TV series. Sorry. Well, what's the, the good thing about me is is that I don't read the books. Mm. I just go straight off what the, what I think the movie is, and that's yeah. That's kind of my role in in this podcast is that you you've got the detail of the books and and the knowledge, whereas mm. I'm straight down. I'll I'll tell. I, I enjoy it. I just enjoy the movie for what it is. Face value. So I don't have I don't have too much of an opinion of of. Yeah. of Oh, it's not. It, that's not how it's been written in the books. I don't mm. care. <laughs> Rather than getting over involved like a loser, you just like watching the actual thing that's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair play. <laughs> that's fair play, man. I just like because I spend so much time driving for a living. I've always got an audio book on. Uh, yeah. Once you've listened to every single song on your iPod like 50 times, it's like, right, what the fuck else can I do now? If I'm driving for like five hours a day and I can get like three quarters of the way through an audio book, I'll listen to about two or three of them a week. So then what, what generally happens is I'll watch the films first and then be like, oh, that was good. wonder if the book's any good. And then I'll go back and read the books and then I'll spin off from that book to go and read the rest of them and... Uh, yeah, it's good fun. As if you've got time to do it, audio books are great as well. They're really, really cool. Well, that makes, it makes sense to do it though when mm. you've got time. Mm. Exactly. Either that, or I'd just be road ranging and fucking fighting all the time. Jicks. <laughs> Not driving my car now for about two weeks. I've got to go shopping tomorrow, so that's going to be a nice big test of where where I'm at, like mentally. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be some road rage going on tomorrow. I tell you now. I think they might be trolley rage more. It depends what Asda's like when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun times. Right. So, uh, on to uh, what's next, what's next. So, the film, the film that we had for uh, this week's show that we announced at the end of last week's show. Uh, did you manage to get it watched? I managed to get it watched. I did, yeah. I watched it all. Yeah, I actually managed to watch it twice. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited by this movie. Yeah, like after talking to you on the phone yesterday I was like right fuck it I'm putting it on when I get in <laughs> so I just went over and watched it again so what did you actually think of the movie uh, yeah I loved it I thought it was really? absolutely brilliant I thought there was some brilliant like fan service in there hmm. yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed the movie it, it had all the same feel about it yeah. And what I kind of like, what I kind of like about it, and I didn't know this, I didn't know they were going to do this, is they didn't pretend that it was only a few years later from the last one. Yeah. They were straight up old dudes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trying to be, trying to be cool. Fucking. And I, 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 that worked. Didn't I've seen so many films where they've jumped fifteen years. I don't, I don't know when the last one was. Something about be like two weeks. <laughs> they made it to try to make it, and you're like, that guy's an old dude now. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you could have done that without pulling his back. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were, if you didn't want watch last week, then one, where the hell were you? And two, the film we're talking about is Bad Boys for Life, which is a new Will Smith and Martin Lawrence movie, which is the third one. Is that right? Is that the third? Third movie? one. Yeah, it's the third one. Ah, excellent stuff. And it was just released on um, whatever platform you buy your films on. 
um, this week, so we decided to watch that. Um, like I say, I thought it was absolutely great. It's the first film in the franchise that hasn't been directed by Michael Bay, and you can really tell because, like, the two directors, I'm not going to try and say their names because they're two foreign dudes, and I don't want to really, really butcher their names because it's just it's ridiculous. They would not fit in my mouth properly. Um, you could tell that they were really, really big Michael Bay fans and that they were really big fans of the original two films. Yeah, they have basically definitely. done a homage to a Michael Bay bad boys movie, but then really, really brought it on and really brought the franchise on and did a lot of new stuff that we hadn't seen, as well as doing a lot of old stuff that everybody loves from the original films. I thought they really, really smashed it out of the park. Yeah, no, I thought they did. I, I'm like you were saying about like the, I, the the stuff in there, and you went, you just wouldn't expect it in a bad boys film because it looked so like like properly cool. When you like, I was like, some of the scenes, I was like, that's they've done it so well, bringing in a team, a proper team. Yeah, like that. What. Uh, Will Smith's character, like, what is I can't remember what they're called, they're called the team now, but I, I want to say Anvil, but that's no Anvil's wrong. Oh, Anvil's it, Punisher. Yeah, it, I think that freshened it up and having that battle yeah. between the young ones and the old ones, yeah, was, was really fresh, yeah, and definitely. I, I've got, I, I honestly, Jay, I pissed myself laughing when they were racing to the hospital. Oh my and god, at the start. It, at the start, and it, what was said about the fan service is, is that they had the dude that went on the date with the daughter. Fuck me. That is like... Oh, God. That, <laughs> that was so well done, wasn't it? This, <laughs> and it's the same actor and everything. It's Reggie, isn't it? Yeah. Who the fuck is Reggie? I'm not going to do the rest of it, because damn. <laughs> but that is like one of my favourite scenes in film history. Yeah. In the second one, where they both go to the front door and they're just shouting at him. But now, like, they've had a kid. <laughs> it's yeah, just I, literally, I literally, whoa. Literally yeah, actually absolutely kid. brilliant. But they were saying, yeah. like, like, um, like, you'd, like you're saying fan service, but also Michael Bay service. There's a bit like where they get to the hospital and they get out of the Porsche that he's driving and he does that big pan round with the camera for them. For Will yeah. Smith gets out really fucking cool and slick. And then Martin Lawrence is always a bit of a tosser and smacks his door on that fire hydrant, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. But oh, that's like... little... Yeah, there's, sorry, little... there's little moments in that film throughout it and it's small bits. And, and it's done brilliantly. Yeah, they really, like, really make you laugh. Um, get into some like, proper spoilery bits. The bit where the captain gets shot is just horrific. Oh, dude. Horrific. It's, it's proper sad, isn't it? I did not, I, I, didn't even fucking see it coming. Didn't even register I, to me that that might happen, especially not then when it does. Because no. they're just shooting the shit on the middle of light, in the middle of like going back to the car and then part, part of me went what are they doing out in the open knowing that someone's after him <laughs> yeah. but, but after a period of time when they're like said shooting shit because it makes you realize. Thought, you, you forget about it mm. you think you're just cracking on and you don't you, you don't expect that at all no that's it because like, like you say because they are out in the open but they're out in the open for that long that it makes you feel really comfortable. And you're just like, oh, well, if something was going to happen, it would have just gone bang, 
they would have just done it straight away. But now the scene lets you get really comfortable with them being out in the open and then just comes back and slaps you as hard as it fucking can. It was just, that bit was incredible for me. Yeah. I, I, sorry, go on. Anyone that kind of hasn't seen it, it's like, so basically there's a Mexican cartel trained ah, yeah. assassin. And he's basically killing off everyone that um, Mike Lowry's, you know. Well, that, it, was, it starts off as like everyone who put his father in prison, wasn't it? Yeah. And there was so a list of people. It was like a list of people that, that were killing off. Hmm. Now, what I was not expecting was the twist on who yeah. the assassin was. Not in the slightest. Again, not in the slightest. I even guessed it. No, it, I, it did it so well. Yeah. Because I, so, I just so kept, well. kept watching it going, is it just like a son of someone of his, that he's either killed in the in one of the previous films? Cause yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to link it with one of the first two films. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was going to be, do you know the dude like in a second movie where they go to his house and don't they rescue like Martin Lawrence's sister and they're yeah. blowing up all the fucking mines and stuff out the front? Because um, because that guy's from Cuba, isn't it? I thought that was going to be like his son coming back to get revenge. Yeah. But then that's what finding out what it was and then finding out the whole twist at the end was just so fucking good, so so good. Yeah, and, and, the, and the the scene that the end, like the fight scene in that building, yeah, was incredible. It's yeah. like John Wick kind of. Yeah, definitely. And like you really wanted, all you wanted for the whole movie was that big dude to kick off. And the fucking line when he turns to him and says, I'm going to need you to hurt some people. I'll pay for your therapy. And he turns around and goes, good, because I'm going to need it. And he's like totally stone cold serious. It's like, yeah, brilliant. That's absolutely he, he, turned out, he, he turned into a proper beast, didn't he? Yeah, he like tackles a big like concrete support pillar, doesn't he? And takes a whole balcony down. Oh, amazing! There's a really um, cool bit in it where, in that scene where the other chick uh, with the black curly hair, she was mm. really cool in it. I can't remember what her name is. He's, when she slides along the floor shooting a gun, yeah, and she goes right up to the guy and she's still shooting him. It's it was it was dumb, brilliant, like yeah. It was a lot more brutal, a lot more brutal than the other two movies as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely that, more brutal. That start scene where she escapes from prison is utterly genius and utterly terrifying. It really, really sets her up as being like a proper bad bitch, the main like the main bad woman who's in it. It's it's so well done, but again, like it was really, really gory. And like compared with the other couple of movies, I can't think of anything else in the first two that even came close to that. Yeah, no, like, like you said, I didn't expect that start. Mm. I didn't expect that to happen, and then to have a cop being murdered, like stabbed to death, and, and the way that she did it was really cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then to see her, in, was it a washing machine? Or yeah, she puts like in that big fucking tumble dryer, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. That is. That is pr- pushing the boundaries of yeah. bad boxes what, there, wasn't what's it? acceptable to actually be on TV here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought it's like there was, there was jokes throughout, even when they were on the edge of dying, there were still jokes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like 
it was it was done so good and Definitely. even Mark Lawrence's um character, like we know he's a bit of a daft joker in it, but like in playing he really plays an old guy in it. It's, yeah, and, it's there's some scenes where he really fucking pulls it out of the bag. I don't think I can't actually remember seeing Martin Lawrence actually act. Like you say, he's normally like a comic relief fucking joker, a bit all over the place, a little bit. He's always over the top. And then there's the bit where um, at his daughter's wedding, where him and Will Smith are having a conversation in like the back bit, aren't they? They go into like a private room. And um, Will Smith's character has just found out that Martin Lawrence's character is retired. And uh, that yeah. conversation there, it's, that really hits you hard, man. Because he's like, yeah, how dare you? After everything I went through while you were in the hospital, how fucking dare oh, you? And I was like, Damn. Yeah, absolutely. What a film. I was like, what have they done with his sister? Exactly, you see. I was just about to bring that up because they, they mentioned it once, right? And yeah. I only know this because I watched it twice, like I say. And I was looking for it all the way through. Because obviously, like, in the second Bad Boys movie, the biggest thing about the film is that Will Smith is dating Martin Lawrence's sister, isn't it? Yeah. And, that, well, that's the whole crux of the film because they go to save her at the end and all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. There is one bit where he's driving his wife's car and where they drop the baby off. You know, where he just sneaks it oh around the door. God, and he drops it in with his missus and then comes yeah. legging it out like a bomb's about to go off. Yeah. Well, after that, Martin Lawrence is asking, like, so how mad was she on a scale of one to ten? And Will Smith says, what's ten? Is ten like the time I broke up with your sister? <laughs> and that's the only mention of it all the way through the movie. Yeah. Did, 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 did the actress just completely fall out of bad bodies? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. really cut her off? I don't know. Obviously, like, from saying that, you kind of assume that they've moved on from it and they don't really talk about it anymore because it was, like, a really bad patch or some shit like that. Like, I've yeah. back to what you were saying right at the start. The fact that they're old dudes now was so brilliantly done and was treated so well as well, that you do get the impression that a fuckload of time has passed since the last time that we saw him. So like everything like to do with his sister and everything like that has always has obviously been like in the past and has been pushed away. Um, but I think they handled like the rage really, really well. So I think any other movie would have just had a moaning all the way through about how old they are and how, oh God, I can't be honest with this and all that kind of shit. But they didn't do that at all. No. It, it, yeah, it, it is really cleverly done. I, I I was quite surprised because, like I said, I, I did not know they were going to do that. I, I generally thought they were going to do like everything else does and literally just follow it on. Yeah. Just take yeah. it off from where they left on. I thought, I thought your sister would be in it, you'd be dating your sister, something would go wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be, man. I thought it was going to be, oh, yeah, uh, Will Smith and his sister are married now and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like, the whole arc that Will Smith's character goes through in that movie is just fucking incredible. Absolutely fucking incredible. Because, obviously, he's got on a bit, but he's still being the playboy that we saw him as in, like, the first two movies. And then, yeah, just watching everything kind of change for him and everything that he goes through, it was it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he, he he doesn't do much wrong, does he? Really, Will Smith. No, nah, he I don't always think seems so. to pull it off. 
No, even I really don't she, think so. Even if it's the movie's a bad movie, mm. but she's done bad movies before, oh, yeah, he's definitely. still been good. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, for me, I think we were saying it either in the, like the last show or the, the first one, maybe, that he, for him, for me, is like one of the seminal actors of my entire life because we grew up and like, I remember being in school watching Fresh Prince at every single fucking week, every time it was on. And then going through that, watching him in like Independence Day yeah. and then in Men in Black and then uh, I Am Legend, where his kind of whole acting career kind of changed from him being shouty, over-the-top comedy guy to, fuck me, this dude can actually do some serious acting here. Yeah. And then everything else he's gone on to after that, he's just got better and better. And he's he seems like a really sound guy as well. His kids are a bit of a fucking mess, but he seems cool, doesn't he? But being that famous and rich, his kids, like, his kids were always going to be a bit of a mess. And he, he's, he's, he's a bit out there, isn't he? As mm. an actual person, isn't he? Yeah. You know, the, the way I think so, a little bit. He does like, uh, do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah. He does like quite a lot of self-help shit on Instagram. And I think he's like, he set up a Snapchat, Snapchat channel, which is apparently something you, you can do now. Um, yeah. Where it's him. I think he reunited like the entire cast <laughs> of Fresh Prince at one point. Um, and yeah. he's got like live gigs with Jazzy Jeff where he's rapping and stuff like that. So I, I think I keep meaning to watch it, but I keep forgetting that it's on Snapchat. And does anybody do fucking Snapchat anymore besides Will oh, Smith now? I don't like Snapchat. No, I don't think anyone does, mate. You're not on your own. No, I don't, I don't like Snapchat. I only keep it because you Snapchat stuff of Connor. But that's, yeah. that's still the reason. I thought that was going to go a lot ruder than your son, then. But <laughs> <laughs> I only keep it because she'll Snapchat pictures of my kid. All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, we're responsible adults now, apparently. Yeah. Even though I'm drinking rum in my garage at fucking <laughs> 20 past nine of a Monday. Oh, God, Monday. <laughs> right, well... I think that about wraps us up. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, then we've just spoiled Bad Boys for Life for you. So now go and watch it because it's better than what we got across. Um, they're making a fourth one. It's already been announced. It's already in production. They're already writing it. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get another Bad Boys, which is I good. Uh, I, think, I think Michael Bay might be back directing that as well, which is like, he's one of the most fucking hit or miss directors I've ever known in my entire life. You know, like some of his movies, let's just get him up now. And see what some of his films are. Because it's like, he's gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. I always thought that he was um, a writer and a director. Turns out he's just a director, so he doesn't really write anything or anything along those lines. But um, where are we now? But yeah, he's he can do some absolutely amazing films, but then he can do some utter utter unforgivable shit as well not just like bad stuff but like awful um right where are we so he did bad boys one and two amazing he did armageddon amazing he did pearl harbor crap he did the rock uh absolutely amazing he did battleship one of the shittest movies i've ever seen in my entire oh, life really? <laughs> <laughs> um he did the island which is um Ewan McGregor, where they find out they're being cloned. That's a fucking really good movie. He did all the Transformers films, which, like, the first one's good. All the rest are just shit. Utter fucking turd. 
He did both <laughs> of the. Uh, <laughs> he did uh, both of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films, which are just like, come on, man! I don't just, like just kind of trying too hard. I think he's trying as hard as he can to ruin my entire child entire childhood. Um, and then more recently, he did Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds, which is a great film. So. Depending on how it's Michael Bay is feeling for the there, next right? movie, is going to be whether it's good or bad or not. So, yeah. so if he gets out of bed in a good mood and just doesn't phone it in, everything blows up. I don't get it. I'm pretty yeah. sure in that Six Underground film, they go around a corner in a car and like a fruit stall just explodes. <laughs> Explosions in films. It's so fucking random. Oh, it's like, yeah, a fruit stall, man. Come on, at least <laughs> give us a little bit of believability in it. Yeah, gross. Budget left. Explosion, explosion, explosion. Yeah, yeah. Things should just be more than pretty colours. They need like actual plots and stories and things going on. Oh, yeah. Anyway, looks pretty sometimes. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, we're wrapping this up. So, yeah, that's about all we've got uh, for this week. Gary, film are we going to watch before the next show? That's right. I picked this about two hours ago. (laughs) Excellent. Um, no, I'm really interested in watching it. Yeah. So I completely forgot about this film. And I seen the trailer to this film mm. when I went to watch Endgame. Yeah. This looks amazing. Completely forgot it existed. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on Sky today. So it's on Sky. Yeah. And the film we're going to watch is Elita. Uh, uh, Battle Angel. Yeah. Yes. Battle. Yeah. Excellent. That's that's the film. I think um, the guys who have made this made. Um, oh, we talked about it last week. The blue people. What's it called? Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. So it looks really, really cool. So yeah, that's the film we're going to be watching. It really does. Another time. one based on a comic as well, which is uh, all good fun. Yeah, I, I know nothing about it. it. Just looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely into uh, Elisa Battle Angel. That's uh, uh, yeah, that's definitely one for us to watch. Have you seen it? So yeah, excellent. Uh, right, so uh, as I said um, last time at the end of the show, subscribe to us on YouTube to get more of uh, this fun stuff. Also, you can follow us on any other form of social media. We've got a Twitter account, we've got uh, an Instagram account, and we've got a Facebook account. That's where most of the stuff really, really takes place. Just search The Movie Garage on any of those. That should take us to ours. Uh, we've all got the same logo on. Um, after I've been, we've been posting these, um, we've been posting links underneath them as well, which give you a bit more insight into some of the stuff that we've been talking about. So I'll post, I'm probably going to post an article about Percy Jackson and Bad Boys and a couple of other things um, just to catch you up and keep you informed about what we've been talking about on the show. Um, yeah, but for now, thanks a lot for watching and we shall see you uh, next week, probably, hopefully. See you again. <laughs> yeah, see you later. Nice one, Gaza. I'll see you soon. Nice one, Jake. See ya. <laughs>